Huge here. I want to thank you for jumping on our podcast. Spread the word. Just tell everybody to search The Huge Show wherever they download podcasts. And also, get ready for the Super Bowl. Get in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code HUGE. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Dorn Mayhew. They're one of the world's top accounting, CPA, and business firms. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state. And Josh and his team are based in downtown Grand Rapids at the Dorn Mayhew West Michigan office. Thursdays on the Huge Show are presented by Dorn Mayhew. What's up, Michigan? It is our number three on a Dorn Mayhew Thursday, and each and every week, we welcome in Lomas Brown, the former Lions great, a member of the Lions radio crew with TJ and Dan Miller. We're going to talk about Stafford coming back to Detroit Sunday night football in America, and also Josh Garvey, who is the managing shareholder for the Dorn Mayhew Downtown GR office, one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. He will join us. If you have a Lions comment or question, you can chime in at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Uh, The biggest question, fellas, and I'll begin uh, with you, Lomas. It's Matt Stafford coming back. He understands he's the enemy on Sunday. Rams have been playing as well as anybody this side of Buffalo and Baltimore in the NFL the last eight weeks. What's your early vibe on this matchup at Ford Field, the first Lions playoff game ever in that building? Huge, huge talent. It's going to be a huge talent. Um, I expect the emotions to be riding high, like you say, first playoff game, ever in Ford Field, primetime game, so people have time to really get into this game. Um, and, you know, to be honest with you, I'm expecting a tough, hard-nosed game. I mean, I've been watching the, uh, the Rams on film, and, you know, they're a tough team, too. I know they like to spread the ball around, uh, with uh, the two receivers, Puka and uh, Cooper Cup, with Matthew Stafford. But those guys run the ball very well with Karen Williams. So they, they're a threat to run the ball. And defensively, man, their interior, too, we're talking Aaron Donald, but they have a rookie that's up front that's he's been flashing. I mean, he has more sacks than Aaron Donald. Um, and he's been playing well, and we all know that middle push is kind of like our kryptonite um, with Jared. So, you know, they they got a tough team, very good coach, Super Bowl winning coach, Super Bowl winning quarterback. So I'm, I'm expecting a tough, hard-nosed game. All right, from Lomas Brown, uh, who's joining us here uh, on Inside the Lions, presented by Dorn Mayhew, is Dorn Mayhew's managing shareholder for the Grand Rapids office, Josh Garvey. And Josh, I know you're a huge Lions fan, uh, away from the drama of Stafford back, uh, I'm more concerned about this game going in when it comes to the Lions the entire season than I have been any other game this year. Not just because it's a playoff game and not ju- just because it's Stafford coming back, but that is a solid Rams team coming to Detroit. It really is. The, the Rams have a good offense. Matt Stafford is an experienced quarterback. 
Uh, obviously, we we know that firsthand. Uh, Math, Matthew's a great player, uh, and as Lomas mentioned, they've got uh, some dynamic rookies just like we do, and they're a scary team to to draw in the first round of the playoffs. This is a scary Rams team coming to the Ford Field on on Sunday. What's your biggest concern, Josh, uh, when you look at this game on the Lions side? If you're Dan Campbell and you were in your office an hour ago looking at film on the Rams, what could what would concern you the most? I think one of the concerns I would have would be some of the injuries. You know, you wonder about Laporta right now. Is he going to be okay? Um, certainly could use him against the Rams here on Sunday. And I think the other one is is – the Rams' ability to put up points. I think Cooper Cup and uh, I forget the the rookie's receiver who the rookie receiver who just broke Nakua uh, Nakua Makula. Yeah, he just Nakua Nakua. Not not Makula. Yeah. Not what you put in your beverage when you're down in the sunshine. <laughs> We're talking about Puko Nakua. Oh well, maybe I put some of that in my beverage too. I can't remember, but um, they, um, they he he broke some records this year and is a fantastic talent. Uh, and then you worry about Matt Stafford. I think uh, Dan Campbell certainly will see that on film. I mean, Matt Matt puts up numbers, and I'd be scared of that. And so, if I'm him, to answer your question, that those are some of the things I'm the most concerned about is the Rams' ability to. To put up points and and, and uh, the ability to win football games. Josh Garvey is managing shareholder for Dory Mayhew's GR office. Joins us every Thursday with Lomas Brown, the former Lions great. We talk Lions and the NFL. Uh, Lomas, if you're Dan Campbell, uh, let's have your answer to that same question I just asked Josh. What what would you be? What what might keep you up at night right now if you're Campbell or Aaron Glenn or Ben Johnson? Yeah, I, I, I agree with Josh with the health of the, my team right now. But I, I just think right now I would probably be more concerned with uh, my my lines, both of my lines, my offense and my defensive lines. First, the health of these guys and, you know, like I say, the pressure that they're going to face with uh, Aaron Donald and, gosh, I can't think of the rookie's name. Kobe, Kobe Turner, I think is his name on the inside, you know what I'm saying? That puts a lot of pressure on your offensive line and it puts a lot of pressure, like I say, on Jared Goff. And then our D-line, which they've been good all year long, so I don't expect things to change, but our D-line versus the run. Because Kieran Williams, the running back for the Rams, He's very good, and that's what they want to do. They want to establish the run, which which is you'll probably hear me say that throughout. As far as the Lions going to playoffs, that's what every team wants to do when you get in the playoffs. So it just makes things so much easier for your quarterback and your play caller uh, when you can establish the run game. So I would think those are the two things. Um, that have been good for us all year long. They're still continuing to be good. Lomas Brown joining us, Talk Alliance uh, football here on the Huge Show as we're uh, with our friends from Doran Mayhew, Josh Garvey, the managing shareholder, also uh, on with us. So, Josh, uh, the one thing I said yesterday on the show, and I talked about it a lot in my opening Huge Opinion, that Matt Stafford ending the Lions season would take away so much 
from what this team has done this year, especially considering the game would be in Detroit. Do you agree or disagree? Oh, I very much agree. That would really take the wind out of our sails to have our former number Mm. one overall draft pick quarterback beat us in our first playoff game ever uh, at the stadium. It, It would just be, it would be a devastating loss. I agree. Lomas, what about you? You'll be there in the booth with Dan Miller, TJ on the sidelines. If you know, let's say it's Sunday night, eleven thirty ish, when the game is over on Sunday Night Football in America, and Stafford is, you know, pointing to his wife who didn't get a suite, so she has to be with us common folk in the seats. Um, and he and he walks out a winner. That 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 is a gut punch of all gut punches. Yeah, I would. The, the word I would use would be disappointment. Oh my God, it would be such a huge disappointment. I don't think it would affect us in the future moving forward with our team because I think we got a resilient bunch, and like I said, they're young guys. So you know, but I it, it would be such a disappointment to the city to Lions fans, to us. You know, it really would be. It would be a big disappointment if he's able to come here and do that with Kelly in attendance. Josh, uh, the health of the team is a big key, and I do want to get Lomas because he is connected uh, to everybody at Allen Park and inside the Lions. And I'll get your thoughts on uh, the injury situation, Josh, in a moment. But Lomas, what are you hearing in terms of Who's back? I know J-Mo was back at full practice. I saw Jeff Risden from Lions Wire post that. Uh, what's the latest on Laporte? Is it going to be a game-time try-and-go? I know he'll be nowhere near 100%, but what are you hearing about Laporta or other injuries? Well, see, that's some of the things that you have to weigh, too, Bill, is, you know, right, the try-and-go. You know, as a player, you're going to try to go out there and go, and you may even lie about how you feel because you want to go. But the reality is being able to go out there and perform, do what you've been normally doing. And that's what it comes down to, too. They think about, so they have Sam Laporta do so much. He's in motion. He has the block defensive tackles. He got the block defensive ends. He got the run pass routes. I mean, that's a lot if you think about that he has to do and trying to do it on the bum knee for four quarters at a certain level, playoff level. So they got to take all that into, uh, you know, into the equation when they talk about playing him. So to me, I don't think he plays unless he just recovered so much. I just don't think he plays. And you're talking about Khalif Raymond, how he came off the field. It would be hard to see him playing, especially with all the stopping and turning and cutting that you have to do at the wide receiver position. So I don't know. I'm iffy about that. But you know what comes with that is opportunities. Like you said, J-Mo, this can be his opportunity to step on the biggest stage and show people what he's all about. And that's what I was going to tell Josh. Uh, J-Mo needs a monster Sunday night in that playoff game, I think, for the Lions to win. Uh, And he's a go, like I said, at practice from Risden at Lions Wire. Uh, Your thoughts on J-Mo Williams Sunday night, Josh? Yeah, I agree with you, Bill. I think think J-Mo needs a big night, and I think he needs to – really really have a breakout game here and step up when we've had some injuries there um it certainly would be nice to see him step up and 
show us what he really can do because we 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 know as Lions fans what he's capable of. Josh Garvey is managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew. He heads up the Grand Rapids office, their world headquarters in Troy on the east side of the state each and every Thursday through the Super Bowl. Lomas Brown, former Lion great, member of the Lions broadcast team, joins us. We talk Lions, NFL storylines. We'll get to the playoff games in a moment. But final thoughts on the Lions-Rams uh, from you, Lomas. Uh, what plays out Sunday night? What is that end result? Do the Lions move on to round two of the playoffs? Yeah, I think we will be able to get pressure on Matthew. I do think Aiden and company be able to get that pressure on them to probably maybe force him into a turnover or two. Um, I think our, our by them getting pressure on Matthew, I think that doesn't give the receivers, their receivers, a chance to, to hurt us like we've been hurt over the last couple of weeks. And I do know we can put up points on the offensive side of the ball. So, you know, I'm looking, I'm hoping that it's maybe like a 28-14 type of victory for us where we don't have to sweat it out too much. But, again, I know it's going to be a tough fight and we're going to have to go out there and do everything right to beat the uh, L.A. Rams. Josh, uh, Sunday night, 1130, a little before midnight, will there be a celebration with Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery being served up all across the state? Or will we all say Stafford shut down the Lions and it's season over? I'm going to go with your earlier statement. I, I do think the Lions are going to get the win. I do think it's going to be a very close game. And I could see like a 27 27- 24 or a 27 21 type game i think it's going to be very very close but i do think detroit comes out on top in the first ever playoff game at ford field yeah i got the lions winning three i think it'll be a low scoring game i i don't know if a shootout favors the lions uh with the weapons that stafford has and you know the golf factor jared goff and stafford are saying all the right things lomas but that matchup for a storyline that has nothing to do with winning a trophy is one of the better ones I've ever seen in NFL playoff history. Yeah, you know what I'm going to watch for on the sidelines. I'm going to watch because normally Jared sits down and I think Matthew sits down too. I'm going to watch to see how much they stand up and watch each other while they're on the field. That's that's that. I think that's going to be the telltale for me how intense this is and how much these guys really want to beat each other. You know, one thing, Lomas, that was pretty special, and Josh Garvey shared the photo with his family, they burned their number nine jerseys last night at the campfire out back of the house. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was <laughs> that, that was a, a lesson learned, and Josh is a great father along with his wife, and they sat down with their boys and they said, you know what, when a one-time favorite becomes the enemy, you put kerosene on the jerseys and burn them. Wow, that's commitment. <laughs> Do you have any? All right, so Josh, between your 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 immediate family and then the extended family, are there still Stafford fans in the midst? Well, I'll tell you, my my uh, my oldest son actually went to a uh, a football camp at Ford Field several years ago, and. He was picked in a in a contest, and he actually ended up going in the Lions locker room and having pictures with Matt Stafford and autographs and, and everything else. And so, <laughs> is there still a jersey in the house? Yes. Did we burn oh. those? 
No, we did not. But we we certainly are going to root for the Lions to win the game. So yes, there are still some Stafford jerseys in the house. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure you got to get going in a moment to have the sit down. He doesn't have to go to the extreme and burn the jerseys. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he could just tuck them away in a you know a nice little chest. Yeah, that's right. Put a, put them in a right. time capsule so when the kids are like fifty and Josh is pushing like seventy five, <laughs> sucking on a prune shake, he goes, "I want to open up the time capsule from two thousand and twenty four. This is when I put away your Stafford jersey. You were a little kid. You were thirteen. I put it away because you can't wear you can't wear the enemy." That would be like that would be like dad that would be like dad putting pictures of his ex-girlfriends up on the mantle along with mommy. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. No. No. Is that those shakes you're drinking every week? Yeah. Hey dad, can I get you another prune shake and uh do you need your adult depends changed? Oh, my goodness. The shake. Oh, my gosh. Someone did say that yesterday, Lomas, on the show, that cheering for Stafford Sunday is like cheering for your ex-wife. Wow, that's a classic right there. That was pretty good. All right. Well, we have the predictions for the Lions and the Rams Sunday night. Uh, what playoff game beyond the Lions, the one game that intrigues you, uh, this weekend, I'll start with you, Josh Garvey. What one is it? You know, I think it's the Miami-Kansas City game. I think that that game is going to be very exciting, very interesting. Tyreek Hill going back to Kansas City. It's going to be cold. Um, the Miami team coming into a very cold environment. But I really, really like that game this weekend. Yeah, yeah I think that the cold weather, Elomas, that, that cold weather is going to be interesting. And plus Miami just has hit a wall here at the end of the season. I think they had like 25 guys on the injury list at one time over the last couple of weeks. Uh, what game intrigues you, Lomas? You know, the the Eagles, I want to see if just really what's going on with this team. I just want to know what's going on with them. Is Have the wheels completely fallen off? Was that just a blip in the road, them losing those games that they when they started uh, off 10 and 1? I'm just curious to see how they're going to look and, and play um, in their game. All right, fellas. Uh, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the game on the Lions Radio Network Sunday. Lomas, Josh, uh, you know, enjoy it with your family. You know, I'm kidding about burning the jerseys, but uh, I'll never show up at your house again until the jersey's put away. But besides that, I don't hold grudges. Okay. And my final thoughts are I like 2017. I think it'll be a low scoring game. It's playoff football. It's different. And the key to the Lions victory, two of them. One, constant heat on Matt Stafford. He's not a mobile quarterback. That's a plus for the Lions. And J. Mo Williams needs a big day uh, with his hands and also go off a big day hitting him deep. We'll see what happens. Uh, Josh, thank you so much to the entire team at Dorn Mayhew and what you're doing on this show, off air, in the community, all across this state. Thank you for that very much. Go Lions. You guys enjoy the game. All right, that's Josh Garvey, Lomas Brown, man. I'll be listening to you on Sunday night. Tear it up. And actually, I'll see you tomorrow. 
when we'll both be at the Impact Power Sports booth at the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit in Novi. You'll be there two until four tomorrow, which is Friday. I'll be broadcasting live statewide three until six. They can stop out and see that Lions golf cart they could win, courtesy of Drew and his team at Impact Power Sports in Rockford, just north of Grand Rapids, Michigan's newest go-to Yamaha golf cart dealer, Solomus. Uh, yeah. talking on the phone today and I'll see you tomorrow and you'll jump on early in the show with me and uh, we'll get the latest on the Lions injury report. That sounds good. Looking forward to seeing you and yes, please come on down and look at that beautiful cart that we got out there. Yeah, and we'll be at the Impact Power Sports setup at the Ultimate yes, Fishing sir. Show Detroit yes, uh, inside Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. Lomas there tomorrow, 2 until 4. I'll be broadcasting statewide tomorrow, 3 until 6. Lomas, see you tomorrow. Thanks, Bill. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top right! It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. So this is it. The 2023 college football season has come to a close. The Michigan Wolverines finish as the number one team in the country, followed up by Washington at two, Texas at three, Georgia at four, and Alabama at five. The Big Ten finished with four teams in the final poll, with Ohio State finishing 10th at 11-2 and two on the year, Penn State 13th at 10-3, and three. Iowa was 24th, finishing 10-4. The four-team college football playoff era has come to a close with the 12-team college football playoff on the horizon. Massive changes in the landscape due to NIL, the transfer portal, and conference realignment. And at the end of the day, nothing was the same, nor will it be moving forward in the world of our beloved college football. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Leonard Skinner, ZZ Top, Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the Sharp Dressed Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office and etix.com. Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. 
you would cheer for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now, they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan Thursday road show with our flagship station 96 won the game we're in Kalamazoo with Van Andel Institute the purple community they have the marble game with the K-Wings here at the K-Wings event center that is coming up tomorrow also tomorrow I'll be in the Detroit area suburban collection Showplace in Novi doing the statewide show three until six from the impact power sports booth with Lomas Brown He'll be there 2 until 4 tomorrow. I'll be statewide 3 until 6. Speaking of the Lions, Lions and the Rams on Sunday night, we spent a lot of time today talking about that. Nolan Bianchi is with the Detroit News, follows the Lions, other teams out of Detroit and events. He joins us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, Nolan? Good. How about you? Doing good. Uh, this Lions run has been amazing, but the Stafford – uh, sideshow on this. I, I've said it all week long. The last thing on earth that any Lions fan, player, coach, owner wants is for Stafford to end their season Sunday night coming back to Detroit. Yep, no doubt. The uh, the stakes are as high as they possibly could be, and it's just kind of one of those weeks where you're not able really to think about anything else except for Sunday night. At 8 p.m., uh, you know, last night I was I was laying in bed, and I usually listen to some podcasts, you know, when I go to sleep. But I put on a one that referenced, you know, playoff football, and like it just got my blood pumping a little too much. So I had to like, you know, take that off. Even even that was a little too much for me because, uh, yeah, the stakes are as high as they possibly could be. You know, this is the the first time in NFL history, I believe, that the two starting quarterbacks in a game are used to play for the, the, the team that's on the other side. So uh, that fact coupled with how, um, you know, I guess the, the gravity of both departures, it just it, it makes it a matchup that's, you know, once in a lifetime. Uh, what are some of the threads of this season that you've watched that really impresses you that maybe a lot of people don't talk about? Well, I don't know if, you know, I think when it comes to the defense, uh, they've been really good at stopping the run all season. I think that's something that's kind of gone overlooked. And I think if there's one thing that kind of gives me any sort of confidence that the Lions can have success in the playoffs with that defense, it's been the way they've been able to stop the run. Um, I don't have the numbers in front of me all year, but they they are they. They started really well, and then they just never really stopped, even when everything else was kind of getting a little rough on the back end with some of the secondary and the miscommunication issues. But I, I, I break it down to two things, and they can, they can stop the run, and they've been running the ball really well all season long, and that's how you win in the playoffs. So I feel like they've got a good a chance as anybody as they uh, enter what, what people are calling the tournament now. So, How do they match up against the Rams? Because, uh, again, Stafford... 
Golf has been talked about every day this week, homes and the connections and everything that's there. But in terms of pure football, looking at the Rams and at the Lions, where do you give the Rams the upper hand on the Lions and where do the Lions fare better compared to the Rams? Well, I think the Rams, you know, the speed that they have on offense is going to be troublesome for the Lions to to stop. I I just mentioned it. They've had, you know, communication issues, breakdowns on the back end all season long, and it's only going to get more difficult when you got Puka Nakua, uh, Cooper Cobb, Kyron Williams, uh, their running back who's who's had a really good season. When you're playing those guys, it's, uh, it's... you can't really blink. You got to be knowing exactly what's going on at all times, being able to diagnose and, and just reacting. Um, and so I think that that's that's kind of an area that I'm really interested to see if the the Lions are able to keep up. But then, you know, I, I really wouldn't be surprised if the storyline that, that we're all talking about Monday is, you know, hey, the Lions shut down the the Rams' interior defensive line and uh, they were able to get some pressure that maybe they haven't been able to get for most of the season. It just feels like. The, these two teams are so evenly matched. I, I wrote today that it'll, you know, it's kind of cliche, but it'll come down to who makes the least amount of mistakes. Both quarterbacks have a little bit of a penchant for it, uh, for for different reasons. But um, you know, I think it's it will be the team that makes the least amount of mistakes. Is, uh, I guess cliche as it is. Noam Bianchi from the Detroit News talking Lions here on the Huge Show across Michigan. And a win by Goff over Stafford on Sunday night. Obviously, it keeps the season alive, and they probably move on to play the Cowboys in Dallas. And then the road to Vegas in the Super Bowl would more than likely be in San Francisco. But for Goff to beat Stafford, for him to do that in Detroit in the first-ever playoff game at Ford Field, there are so many in-game and post-game storylines that could live on forever if the Lions beat the Rams on Sunday night. No doubt, because, you know, he's already done something that Stafford never did in 12 years, which is win the win the NFC North, get the right to host a, a playoff game. And, you know, I, I do think that there you make a good point about this the, the golf thing. It kind of feels like no matter how well he's played over these last two years, there still is – kind of maybe that feeling, I don't know if it's amongst the fan base, if it's just amongst the general public, where you're kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop, and you're kind of waiting to see the the things in Jared Goff that maybe Sean McVay saw when he decided to move on from him, when he decided to to go out and try to upgrade at that position, but this feels like it has a potential to kind of just end the conversation, like just that's it, you know, both teams got what they wanted, both quarterbacks did something that the other quarterback wasn't able to do with their former team and I think you're right that this this can be the end of, I guess, the, the question marks for, for Jared Goff in Detroit. You know, Nolan, the, the one thing I've said ever since Stafford, the one who asked for the trade, and the Lions took care of him, the trade worked out uh, great for both teams. You can look at the Lions roster now and the way the Goff situation unfolded, a uh, horrible start and uh, from mid-last year to where he is today. Uh, phenomenal, but the Lions fan base, and I've never understood this, and I've done this statewide show on 19 stations for nearly 23 years. The love affair with Stafford when he asked to leave, I, I and and the hate that Goff got early from Lions fans who have never uh, seen a playoff game. I, I still don't understand it today. 
and I hear it from some of my friends. I get it on the social networks. This love affair with Stafford, who never won a playoff game in Detroit. I the only the only thing I can connect it to is that all these teams, including you know Calvin era, Barry era. The one thing that was always missing was a quarterback, and I think people looked at Stafford and said he was the best we ever had in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think there's probably a little bit something to that. I think there's also a little bit uh, of it, too, is up until after 12 years, you know, he was the guy who wanted to be here. He was the guy who wanted to stay. He was the guy who wanted to go through the next regime, the next rebuild. And I think a lot of times when there is a player of his caliber, regardless of circumstance, you know, if they do decide to ultimately ask to get out, it happens a lot earlier in their career. So I think that that, I think you make a good point. I, I don't disagree with, with your sentiment, but I think maybe from the other, the other side of things, I think there is a perspective of, of up until that point that he asked to leave, he was a guy who, who wanted to be here, who championed the city. And I think you could really tell his desire to want to achieve something of significance uh, for the people of Detroit. It just obviously didn't, didn't work out that way. Um, you know, it was, it was kind of a, a bummer for him that the timeline worked the way it did. And, and it just so happened that uh, years 10 through 12 were under Matt Patricia and that uh, I'm assuming somewhat broke his football spirit a little bit, kind of really kind of uh, was the, the kick he needed to, to maybe uh, try to get out. But I, but like I said, I, I, I don't disagree with, with your point of view, and I think that has a lot of validity to it as well. Yeah, Matt Patricia has kicked the life out of the Eagles uh, as their interim defensive <laughs> coordinator. Hey, look at the timing now, uh, the way the Eagles have played. I think the last five weeks, uh, Matt Patricia somehow resurrected there as a defensive coordinator. Nolan Bianchi, hey, buddy, thank you so much for your conversation from the Detroit News side of things. Yep, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right, Nolan Bianchi checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line as the huge road show is in Kalamazoo with our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. Also, our friends from Van Andel Institute, the Purple Community. Uh, the Marvel Night is tomorrow night here at the Wings Event Center in Kalamazoo off of 94 and Sprinkle Road. Uh, you can get your tickets at the box office and also Fridays for every home game uh, with the K-Wings. $3 beers, dogs, and soft drinks. But most importantly, uh, the money raised tomorrow from those Hulk jerseys will benefit cancer and Parkinson's research at Van Andel Institute on the Medical Mile in downtown GR. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. For goodness sake, wear your seatbelt. Better yet, for your family's sake, your friend's sake, for your own sake, buckle up. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police knows that seatbelts save lives. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police sees firsthand what happens when seatbelts aren't used. We want Michigan to be the leader in seatbelt use. We want everyone in Michigan to get home safely. For everyone's sake, buckle up every time. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence. 
bursting with excitement and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours. At the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Save big on fuel with m Earn points on your Meyer purchases in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your m fuel rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. $0.10 cents to $1 off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Show is back live across Michigan Thursday Road Show with our affiliate 96-1, the game out of Grand Rapids. You can hear that in the Kalamazoo area. We're down at the Wings Events Center. The ice is just in the distance home to the East Coast Hockey League's Kalamazoo. K-Wings, tomorrow night is Marvel Night, and they'll have the Hulk jerseys and the auction afterwards, and proceeds will benefit uh, cancer and Parkinson's research with the Purple Community at Van Andel Institute. That's why we're down here, and Joel Martin has been the head coach of the K-Wings last couple of years, former player here, grew up in western Canada. We're in Calgary. Guess what? Every once in a while, they'd have some snow. Believe it or not, in Canada, you could almost plan on it. Uh, You could set your clock to it that there would be uh, snow uh, eventually at some point uh, in the year. How are you doing, Coach? I'm I'm well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, And, folks, I understand. I I, I preach safety on this show all the time. I know they're saying five to eight inches in the West Michigan, Grand Rapids area, one to three, maybe a little bit more in Kalamazoo, maybe – Three to five, one to three in Detroit. I, I know we need a storyline, but we have it uh, with the Hulk night uh, here at the Wings Event Center tomorrow. We have uh, 
the Lions and the Rams on Sunday. But if they name that storm because we're going to get five inches, Joel, then all bets are off, okay? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, I, I, my kids already have a snow day tomorrow. And I know growing up, uh, we, you know, we They already five, have a snow day we, in advance? Yeah, we'd have five feet of snow and school was still on. Well, and I think I slush... Uh, was a snow day for my kids i think connected to slush on the roads <laughs> slush I, here's my here's my mini conspiracy theory about a friday snow day in advance i'm just going to tell you it works out well for the school to have three full days and then and some schools have moved you know the games uh, basketball games tonight so everybody gets a three-day break there you go everyone but the parents yeah yeah and, and everyone but uh, the k-wings so you guys are uh, east coast hockey league uh, premier double a as chris cadeau told us earlier uh, talk about your journey from a player to a coach and where the k-wings are right now yeah you know uh, i grew up playing hockey out in western canada uh and i was lucky enough to end up here in kalamazoo uh at a young age and uh, in my second year pro and uh, ended up spending nine years as a player here. Loved my time uh, uh, playing. Uh, I was able to transition uh, from that role right into an assistant uh, coaching job here with uh, my good friend Nick Bootland, uh, who I played with, and then he coached me, and then I coached with him. Uh, and then when he moved on to the Hershey Bears there uh, last year, I had the opportunity and uh, ended up getting the, the head job here um, that way. And I've uh, been loving that. Uh, experience uh, with this organization and, and the group of young men that we have here uh, this year and uh, really excited about uh, what they've been doing on the ice and the direction we're headed as a group. You mentioned uh, growing up you didn't play college hockey, you played uh, junior hockey in Canada uh, that the evolution of the impact and, and again I use the word minor league not in a negative connotation but uh, the development now from the NHL on down. It's not just, hey, we're going to go grab the Europeans. We're going to go grab uh, the junior players. There really has been a growth in America uh, with these minor league operations uh, becoming true feeder programs for coaches and players. For sure. And I think, you know, uh, when they look at young players, um, you know, a lot of times in the past, they would have those players just in the American Hockey League and they'd be sitting in the stands. But now they're like, you know, it's going to benefit them to be on the ice and play and not just play three minutes or five minutes. They could play 18 minutes and they could play power play and penalty kill and really grow as uh, young men and hockey players. Yeah, these Coast Hockey League is really ramped up and I, I think that's with the partnerships, the Canucks here with the K-Wings, the Grand Rapids Griffins with uh, Toledo and the Red Wings that it just it creates more of that true feeder system and when players know there's the shot to move up or coaches like yourself and you mentioned Coach Bootland know they can move up it, it creates more commitment uh, to these franchises like the K-Wings. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, those organizations typically uh, allow the coaching staff to be a big part of, you know, training camp and going and learning and growing themselves. And then um, to have players that uh, they send to us for, you know, that, that gives us depth uh, and talent that way is super important for us. And then, um, like you said, for players to see guys getting an opportunity and going up is something that's huge and, and, and big for players to see. So you mentioned nine years here as a player a couple years now uh, in the coaching ranks uh, what is it about Kalamazoo I'm here because of the Purple Community Van Andel Institute the Marvel Night uh, tomorrow night 
uh, it sounds like you you really love this place. That's why you stayed here. What is it about the community connection between uh, the K-Wings and the Kalamazoo metro area? Yeah, I mean, I think it starts at the top with our ownership uh, group with Bill Johnston and Rhonda Stryker and the impact they have in the Kalamazoo community. Um, you know, I believe strongly that our team uh, is here, you know, not because they're looking to make money off the Kalamazoo Wings, but they just want another avenue uh, to bring our community together. Um, and then they want our, our team as well to be involved in our community and give back, you know, whether it's things like our jersey auctions, going to, uh, to hospitals and schools in town and, and whatnot. So um, to be a small part of that uh, in a small community like Kalamazoo is something that I know everyone in our organization takes a lot of pride in right from the top down, uh, you know, our ownership all the way down to our players. So um, as a coach, that's something that's special to be a part of. All right, Joel, wonderful conversation. Joel Martin, head coach, K-Wings. Joining us here at the K-Wings Event Center tomorrow night is Marvel Night. Uh, stop out that benefits Purple Community, Van Andel Institute, Cancer, Parkinson's Research, plus Friday home games for the K-Wings uh, here in Kalamazoo. $3 beers, $3 dogs, $3 soft drinks every Friday home game. Good luck, man. Thank you very much. All right, Joel Martin, head coach. Put a lot of time in here in Kalamazoo and in my travels, I find that uh, most of these hockey players uh, who become part of a community, they never want to leave because they love the lifestyle, they raise kids, and also they're still enjoying the sport that they grew up playing and the sport that they still love. I do want to thank Chris Cadeau and the entire team here inside the K-Wings organization. Great Thursday afternoon. Tomorrow's even a better night. That will benefit the Purple Community, Van Andel Institute, the Marvel Game. Get your tickets here at the K-Wings Event Center box office. Superfly Hayes, thank you so much. Remember, if you miss any podcast, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Bad. 